Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Not Suitable for Adults. We may have taken a week off, but that doesn't mean you can get rid of us that easy. We're back. We're all the way back. And we won't be here next week. <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> but Natalie uh, had her, her little doctor's... I had surgery. <laughs> I don't know how big of a deal I had we a, make out of it. Well, I mean, surgery always sounds like so like serious. This was... Very minor surgery, but I needed a week to kind of recover, and I'm still kind of getting back to normal. But everything's okay. Everything turned out to be all right, everybody. Yeah. So, worth it. Yes. Worth worth a week off. Yes. We thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> it helped make Natalie better. Yes. So, but we are back, and we're going to do our normal deal, and that means talking about... Shows, movies, and other stuff that kids like. And my name is Rich. And my name is Natalie. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to go first this week. And uh, we had some issues getting our uh, Disney Plus app to work in the last week. And finally, I went into the settings of our little Android TV box. And there was an update for the disney plus app really because it worked for me after i restarted the wi-fi hmm. so both who, of those things who fixed it will have to will have to be a mystery then i guess <laughs> well it worked after i did my thing and it worked after you did your thing but i'm wondering who did their thing first me too okay interesting so anyway <laughs> the point is we hadn't had access to disney plus for like a week because our the app wasn't working on our tv uh, but now it's working, and so I was able to go in and uh, and watch some stuff there. And this week, I watched a fun little movie that I think gets forgotten sometimes, even though people like it, and that's Big Hero 6. Hmm. I have seen this once, uh-huh. and I don't think I, don't think I you remember liked it. it. Oh, okay. Also, I just want to say really quickly... I am hearing a lot of S's from me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little self-conscious by the way I sound due to my... Some of the aftermath of the surgery. Yes. So if I sound a little bit... Um, I think you're I... just being self-conscious. I think it's okay. Okay. Sorry, everybody. I am being self-conscious. I feel like I feel like my S's are more pronounced lately because half of my mouth doesn't work right. <laughs> It's fine. You sound great. <laughs> she sounds great, everyone, doesn't she? Aww, See, they agree. Thanks, everybody. Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really fun little movie. Um, I think it gets... I do think it gets forgotten sometimes because it's not a Pixar film. It's just a Disney animation. Um, but it is super duper good. 
it's about the uh, it's the story of a young lad named Hiro Hamada. Are you reading? Oh, I'm on did Wikipedia. You, did you do research? I looked it up on Wikipedia. So yeah. <laughs> Great. All my teachers always told me it wasn't a scholarly source, so oh, I, I can I mean, leave that up to you. You want to know anything about anything, you go to Wikipedia. Come on, people. Yeah. Um it is the story of a young boy named Hiro Hamada who's like a, a genius. Um it's set in sort of an alternate reality future in a city called San Francisco. Mm, so is that supposed to be San Francisco and Tokyo put together? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, like the Golden Gate Bridge, kind of looks like uh, the sort those sort of very traditional dra- Japanese arches. Mm. Um, and there's a yeah, lot of. I don't remember this movie. I know I've seen it, but it's hard to. I think it's one of those that I was just like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. So this kid is a is like a a young genius, and uh, he's big into robotics. And so, like in this world. There is a sort of an underground, and this is only important like at the beginning, but they make a big deal out of it uh, at the beginning. There's sort of an underworld of robot fighting. And so we the movie begins on uh, a sort of robot battle between these other two people, not him. Uh, and they have these really mean looking robots that are fighting. And then he comes up. He's like, hey, guys, I've never I've never done this before, but I've got a cool robot. Can I bring him in? And this robot looks like a little rag doll. It's just like three little pieces kind of stuck together with a little smiley face drawn on it. And they're like, well, this kid, yeah. And so he puts it down. It turns out like it's a very sophisticated magnetic little robot that destroys the other one. Um, And so the point is like he goes home and his brother is like in college, I guess. That's the way it seems. I feel like they say the name of the place, but... um, Hero's always talking about like, oh yeah, I'll go to the geek school or the nerd school or whatever he calls it. But then he goes over there and they're like, he's like, no, why don't you come with me one of these times? So he goes over and this whole group of like college kids is in this lab. It's like an MIT kind of place. And they're just in a robotics lab building cool new technology. And so the point of the story is, uh, here's a very smart young man. He's into robotics. Uh, his older brother sort of introduces him to this new world and actually helps him get into this school using the the robots that he's designed he creates little micro versions of the bots um so one of the things that that hero gets to see when he uh tours the lab is his older brother and i'm trying to find his name tadashi um his older brother uh has designed this sort of automated nurse robot called Baymax. And this is the big if you see the if you see the He kinda looks like the Michelin man to me. Yeah, he's very like the Michelin man and the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and and he's a big fluffy boy. Um he's a big like inflatable balloon boy. Uh and his whole job is to like when he hears someone say ow, then he like inflates and can can help you with some minor medical needs around the house. And uh, Tadashi's like, this is going to help so many people. Well, um, after, after Hiro gets into the school, uh, tragedy strikes like the, 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 the quote nerd school, like burns down. It gets like attacked by this, the super villainy guy. And, um, Tadashi unfortunately passes away 
And so was it like there was there like an explosion? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you just say that? Yeah, but it burns down. Yeah, there. I believe there's an. Yeah, there is an explosion. There's like I a fire. There being like a a big explosion. And Hero goes and to run bad. back inside, and then there's an explosion, and then he gets blown back, and then that's mm. when he realizes that Tadashi was inside when that happened. Um, and so it turns out that the super villainy kind of guy uh, had stolen Hero's micro bot design, and he was controlling these things. He's got like millions of them. And so he can like make anything with his mind. That's the whole thing that that hero designs is this thing where these little robots can build structures of themselves like little ants. Um, and so hero through through there's a lot of like relationship building with Baymax and Baymax kind of becomes his connection to uh, Tadashi and he ends up like loading in another disc of now Baymax can do health things, but he can also do karate. Like, he teaches him how to be, like, a personal defender also. Um, and so Hero sort of does this thing. He He's training Baymax. And then he also goes and he gets with these other kids at the college. And he puts together this sort of, like, techno super team. Um, and so they, they don't really say it. I think it's implied at the very end. But this is the big Hero 6. It's, it's Hero and Baymax and these four other students. Who are the uh, who are the sort of heroes? So it's it's a it's because they're heroes, not because heroes named hero. Right, that's just a a, a bonus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hero. I'm part of Big Hero Six. Oh, so they're named after you? Um, no, we're all heroes. I I feel like they would be like no. It's not named after him. He just happens to be called Hero. Well, they did the same thing on the show Heroes, if you remember, because Mm -hmm. Hiro Nakamura was there, too, Mm -hmm. and he just happened to also be named Hero when Heroes came out. I wonder how much overlap there was, if there was any overlap with Heroes on this. Interesting. I don't know about that. Um, (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to go super duper far further into the the overall plot the the point is like um hero has to learn to sort of accept the sacrifice that tadashi made because he went back into the building to like try and save someone he was trying to oh he's trying he's going back in to save the who the professor i think who he thinks is in trouble it turns out spoilers the professor's the bad guy Mm, the guy that we all liked oh um what was that that i just did that was the uh, that was the you just lost music from the Price is Right. Okay. <laughs> I meant like dom 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 like a like yeah. a suspenseful thing, boom, but it boom, came boom boom boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we're supposed to think that this other guy uh, is the bad guy. His name is Alistair Cray, who is voiced interestingly by Alan Tudyk, one of our favorites. Um. Love we're, him. We just we're what we just watched through Firefly. Mm-hmm. Alan Tudyk's one of the best, um, and and likes to to be in projects involving robots. It turns out because he's in this and he was in iRobot and he was in what was the other thing? He was, he oh, was and he the was the voice of Star Wars, right? Yeah, he was the yeah he was K two S O in uh, Rogue One. He was also the chicken in Moana. He was also the chicken in Moana, and he is and he is Wash from from Firefly. A mm-hmm. bunch of our favorite things. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so it turns out we're supposed to think that this big billionaire guy, this uh, who offers Hero a job near the beginning, we're supposed to think he's the bad guy, but it turns out it's this other guy. Um, and so uh, they they have a big thing that they have to overcome, and they, there's like several montages of these kids sort of learning how to be techno superheroes. Um, but the whole point is Hero's relationship with Baymax and learning... Um, learning to let go because there's there's this moment near the end where the only way that hero is going to survive uh is if he lets baymax uh uh sacrifice himself and sort of like push him away with his special new robot powers um and so it's a really it's a really like kind of how was i gonna say cute movie it's not it's not super cute it's very colorful um it it it's cool. I think it gets lost in the in the shuffle though, and I'm not sure a hundred percent why. Um it was super well received. It was um I believe I read in here it was the it was the let's see, best animated let's see. It won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature and the Kids Choice Award for Favorite Animated Movie. Um it also received the nomination for uh the Annie Award for Best Animated Feature at the Golden Globes, I guess. Um, anyway, so it did very well. It was well received and it made a lot of money for, uh, for Disney. And I think people like it when they hear about it, but it just gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, it feels, it's one that you don't really think of when you think of those types of movies. Yeah. Not sure, not sure why, but yeah, just that's the way it is. I'll tell you what it kind of reminds me of. I like to think about, um, I like to think about sort of what the comparisons are, like what, what it most closely resembles. And even though the subject matter isn't the same, um, the feel of this movie is very like Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. Um, which you love, which I also love. Um, it's got the big fluffy, uh, karate boy. And it's got this sort of colorful team of of uh, sidekicks who all have their own special abilities. And like I said, it's not the same thing. You can't just substitute them and, and think that they're the same thing. But there's even this moment like when when uh, they're testing out Baymax's karate skills. When it looks just like when Poe is like finally learning how to do Kung Fu in that scene uh, in Kung Fu Panda. So, I don't know. It's... It's I I think that we need to remember this movie more. I think more people need to go watch it and enjoy it. It's it's a really really solid uh really solid movie. Uh apparently there was even a spin-off TV series uh about this that was on Disney Channel. Uh that came out in t- 2017. The movie originally came out in 2014. So, cool. That's 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 what I got. I've got Big Hero Six. Great. Hey Natalie, you have a activity for us? Yeah. Sorry, I'm quite sleepy today. Yeah. I'm no. not being super talkative. It's all right. You're I know, gonna have everybody, to talk later. Everybody comes here to hear me. So That's true. I'm positive that's the case. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I wanted to give you just a couple of facts. About some of my favorite characters. Okay, I would love to hear that. These are some facts about the Muppets. Okay. We haven't really talked about the Muppets on the show. Go ahead. (laughs) 
Um, did you know Kermit the Frog is the only amphibian American, that's what he's classified as, okay. to ever testify before Congress? Okay, sure. Um, in 2008, uh, in 2008, <laughs> in 2008, Kermit and a team of conserva- con- conservation, <sighs> yes, visited Washington D.C. to speak about con- to speak to Congress about the association of zoos and aquariums and promote awareness of endangered amphibians. I feel like I can't talk right. You're doing great. My my lips are funky. Um, so. Thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. He actually spoke before Congress. Kermit I the mean, Frog here. Oh, good one. That's. I've always thought I could do a pretty good Kermit the Frog. I mean, it was all right. Um, <laughs> 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 Whatever. Moving on. Gonzo the Great. Uh huh. You know, you know Gonzo. He is. He calls himself like a stunt man, right. doing all these different things. But throughout the run of the Muppet Show. He only performed 20 stunts. Wait, only? Mm-hmm. I- there were 120 episodes uh-huh. of The Muppet Show, and Gonzo the Great only did it, only was great 20 times. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> I mean, I thought you were going to say... I'm I'm sorry. I'm not pushing back. You're right. That's not like I mean it was if that's supposed to be his main thing. What I mean it was wasn't was he is gone to the great and he was supposed to be kind of like a reoccurring thing that he did these crazy stunts. But throughout the Muppet shows they life, only actually showed him doing twenty stunts. It only stunts. show him doing twenty stunts. So I guess but that felt like a lot to you actually. Yeah, well, I guess when you said when when you were setting up because here's the deal, I didn't watch the Muppet show very much. Um, so I, I know about the Muppets a little bit, but like, I didn't watch the Muppets a lot. I didn't watch the Muppet show either. And so what I think when you were setting it up and you were saying he's supposed to be this great stuntman, but he only did, but he only did a stunt. I thought you were going to say like two times. Oh. And then when you said 20, I'm like, well, that's one sixth of the episodes. Mm -hmm. But. But also, like, I don't know if in if in every single episode, if if his whole deal was, because there's also like, I don't know. I wish I knew more about the Muppets now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just realized there's well, a big hole in my life, and, right? And, and the Muppets I, are missing from it. I preface this by saying some of my very favorite characters, and you know, the Muppets are some of my favorites, right? But maybe but only from the movies. It's the movies. Right. It's the movies that I know the Muppets from. I did not watch the Muppet Show because hey, we should sit down and it was watch a bit some, before my time. Some Muppet Show. Miss Piggy has appeared on the cover of six magazines. Okay, so that's include um, that includes uh, People, TV Guide, Life, Saturday Evening Post, and some wow. others. Um, Rolf the dog. Do you know who I'm talking about when I say him? He was really the first Muppet turned superstar. He was the first more widely known Muppet. Like before Kermit. Well, him and Kermit were created at the same time. But Rolf um, began appearing in commercials for Purina because he was a dog um, in the 60s. He also was Jimmy Dean's sidekick on the Jimmy Dean show. Okay, on the Jimmy Dean show? Mm-hmm. There was a Jimmy Dean show? There was a Jimmy Dean show. The Sausage Man? Uh, Yeah. 
Wow. Hold on. Uh, now that I'm saying that, <laughs> man alive, do I hope it's the the sausage man, but maybe it's different. Man, um, what would the Jimmy Dean show be like? Hold on. Uh, you know what? It's a country music singer, Jimmy Dean. Okay. But, um, but, maybe, but maybe he's also the sausage man. Maybe. Let's take a quick break so that I can look this up. You ready for this? Oh, I can't wait. It's the same Jimmy Dean. Yes. He um, was an American country music singer. Okay. Television host, actor, and businessman. Um, he had the Jimmy Dean show, which gave Jim Henson his first, Jim Henson being the creator of mm-hmm. the Muppets, his first national media exposure. And he is the creator creator of Jimmy Dean's sausage brand. You know what's funny? Um thinking about country music stars from like the 50s and 60s is um we so my family uh and probably no, none of our audience is going to know who Sonny James is Mm-mm. um do a little snippet what's a or what's a what's a song um so his, the song that i remember being his big song when i was a kid and i like when i say when i was a kid it's because we were friends with them we had a lot of his of his uh albums on cassette mm-hmm. and we listened to them in the car um there was a song called running bear which was uh it, he was a country and western this is like old-fashioned country that's not the one i'm thinking of oh, okay you think of a different, oh young love young love young, young love, love was yeah yeah that's um first love yeah it's that young one. love first, first love. love yeah yeah um, and so, if you know who Sonny James is, um, we, my family was good, good friends with, uh, him and his wife. Um, I got to meet him before he passed. Lovely people. Amazing people. Um, but what I was going to say, I think is funny is, uh, is like, I'm familiar with Jimmy Dean from the sausage. And now I know that he was a country singer from the sixties. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, they really like those like two, two first name singers because it was because it was jimmy dean and his name was actually jimmy dean right jimmy ray dean which sunny james was not yeah yeah um but still like but like that that was kind of a trend of like that would be a good name right for a country singer as a two first name kind of person yeah like ricky bobby right (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm sorry i interrupted no that was such a cool thing to learn yeah interesting huh um Kermit and Miss Piggy are not married. No, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, she is after him all the time. There was... And they're kind of on again, off again, it seems like, too. They are on again, off again. Um, why does it feel like, though, that they got married in the newest movie? I don't know. Dang it. I'm coming into this trivia not not knowing as much as I should. I think, but for some reason, I'm feeling like the newer movie has them, uh, they have a wedding picture, but, um, um, so they appear in a wedding scene in the Muppets Take Manhattan, mm-hmm. but Kermit says that it was their characters they were playing who were getting married. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Whoa. So mm-hmm. <laughs> hang on. Yes. So the so the yes. so the mythology is that the Muppets are real creatures. Yes. 
And whenever we see them in a movie they or a TV show, show they're business. playing the, they're playing characters. They are characters in the show business. Have you not seen the new Jason Siegel movie? I must the not new have. when I say new, it was like 2011. I maybe I didn't. I feel like the Muppets were just not my jam. Like yeah. I, I think they're great. I love the Muppets, but I, but they just weren't my main thing. They are, um, yeah. So they are characters in the world that they and they are also television and movie stars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't you love it? I do. Um, for a while, Miss Piggy said that they were in marriage, that they were married, but then she eventually went back to just hounding Kermit to propose. Okay. So that kind of, I don't know if they doubled back on that or um, what they decided. Um, so interesting. Okay, really quickly, you know my T-shirt I have, Dr. Teeth and yeah. the Electric Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Love that. Golden Teeth and Golden Tones. They have never released an actual album. Okay. Out of all of the music that the Muppet Show and everything did, um, there's never actually been. They never released a studio album. Um, they their music is on soundtracks, but they don't have their own. Let's fix this album. Jim mm-hmm. Henson Company. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to be done with that. I. Uh, and do we need to go to Promoville? Yeah, let's take a quick, uh, just a quick pit stop in Promoville. Okay. And then we'll be right back. I am Leighton. And I am Christy. And this is Cheers to Parenting. A couple's guide to parenthood. On this bi-monthly podcast, we'll pull a topic from our parenting tip jar and then discuss... Using parenting skills we've learned over the years of parenting our three children. Which combined gives us 60 plus years experience with the good, bad, and ugly of parenthood. Perfect kids? Nope. Expert parenting? Absolutely not. But it's worked for us. Give us a listen at anchor.fm slash cheers to parenting pod. Advice from birth. Until you get them off your payroll. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. Well, like I said... um. I'm going to talk about the Muppets. Huzzah! Yes. That was a little bit of... um, Kind of an intro. Trivia to whet your appetites. Yeah. The Muppets were originally created by Jim Henson in 1955. Okay. Um... They were originally conceived for an adult audience, and he um, claimed at first that he 
ter- uh, he coined the term Muppet as a blend of marionette and puppet. Right. But then later he recanted that. I don't know why. I don't know if he was just trying to think of a clever reason why he called them Muppets. And so he made that up. Not sure. There wasn't a lot of information about that. That would make sense, though, because, like, that's kind of how they are. They they're, they are both hand puppet, and then they also have, like, the wires or the, right. or the connecting, like, sticks to the hands and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they are, like, a combination of marionettes and puppets. Right, but for some reason he said that and then decided he didn't want that to be a thing. So... Not sure why. Okay. It's his prerogative. <laughs> yeah, it's his thing. Um, in 1955, the Muppets were introduced in a um, television series called Sam and Friends. Okay. That is the OG spot where they started. They did not start on the Muppet show. Okay, so Sam and Friends. Sam and Friends were the first thing that they were on. During the 60s, the um, in particular, Kermit and Rolf... Like I mentioned, Mm -hmm. they appeared on skits on a lot of late night talk shows, um, including the Ed Sullivan show. Rolf, like I said, um, was the first Muppet to appear regularly on a network on network television when he was with Jimmy Dean on the Jimmy Dean show. Right. I feel out of breath. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, In 1966. Um, they started developing a children's educational television program, and um, they meaning some developers. Yeah. I have names written down, but I'm not going to say a ton of names right now. It's not like Kermit was was figuring it like right. Um, and they approached Jim Henson and asked to design a cast of Muppet characters, um, to put on TV. Um. Produced by the Television Workshop, the program debuted as Sesame Street in 1969. Okay. Um, he, as he was being involved with Sesame Street, he began developing a network television series focusing solely on the Muppets. So, Sam and Friends. Yeah. Then they were like, hey, we like this guy's style. Let's get him over here to Sesame Street. And then when he's on Sesame Street, he's like, I really like to focus just on my Muppets. So when they invited him to Sesame Street, he had to say, well, can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? That's a good one. I didn't watch Sesame Street. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, you should do Sesame Street sometime. It's been a I mean, I, I watched it only when I was a young, young child. But yeah, I can, yeah. We should do that at some point. Um, As opposed to Sesame Street, this series would be aimed more at adult audiences. You know, Sesame Street is very kid-friendly. And he wanted to focus more on sketch comedy. Yeah. So he decided um, to... To try to go with that. So he there were two television pilots, The Muppets Valentine Show and The Muppet Show Sex and Violence. Okay. <laughs> the Muppet Show colon Sex and Violence. All right. Aired on ABC in 74 and 75. <laughs> oh my gosh. ABC passed on the pilot. I guess so. <laughs> and other networks in in the United States 
had very little interest in the projects. Um, uh, sorry, just a second. Okay. Then a British producer approached Tencent and agreed to co-produce the series for Associated Television. Okay. So debuting in 76, The Muppet Show introduced new characters, along with the ones that they had already developed. They introduced Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and Gonzo, along with um, several others. Mm -hmm. Um, It became very popular, uh, The Muppet Show did, due to its sketch variety format. Sure. Because that that was a new thing. The puppets, the Muppets, in uh, this format were very new. Um, And it was very um, original and unique for the time. It was nominated for 21 Primetime Emmy Awards during its run, um, winning four including Outstanding Variety Series in 1978. Um, you know, that kind of surprises me um, initially. Not like that's a good number of nominations. It's surprising to me that they didn't win more. But oh, like, yeah. But be, based on how much I know people love it, mm-hmm. like so many people, there's almost no one who doesn't love the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I imagine... It, at the time, it was it's very niche, right? Right. So, like, it's pr- it's probably hard to like. It's it's puppets doing sketch comedy. Yeah, which is not everyone's cup of tea. Sure. <laughs> Interesting. Um, that success allowed um their company to have a theatrical film, the first the first of which is my favorite, the Muppet movie in 1979 yeah love it all of the guest stars so many so many celebrity names in that movie um are the people that i grew up watching Mm -hmm. because i grew up um i had very formative years i think i've mentioned this before while living my family lived with my grandparents and my grandfather huge old movie buff and i grew up watching these old black and white movies and to see all of these stars come on the um muppet movie it makes me happy to this day um the muppet show ended its run in 1981 after five seasons then they had the Great Muppet Caper and the Muppets Take Manhattan in 81 and 84. And out of the three movies that have been released at, by 84, um, they received four Academy Award nominations. Okay. Again, nominated for a lot, still not winning. Well, and I mean, that's tough. So this is like before, um, but they wouldn't have even qualified for that. Like I was thinking... I think even back then that was still before there was like an animated like so like where where does it fall where like did, it's yeah. such a weird it's, yeah animal yeah <laughs> oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, make you laugh with one of these jokes <laughs> <laughs> in 1989 um, Jim Henson entered negotiations with the Walt Disney Company 
Um, and they would acquire, if the negotiations went through, they would acquire Jim Henson Productions and the Muppets, and Disney wanted to purchase the company for $150 million. Um, but Henson declined the proposal because um, they also wanted the Sesame Street Muppet characters. Oh, okay. Um, Which would have taken Sesame Street probably off of PBS. Right. I think they were... So they were wanting to acquire the Sesame Street Muppet characters along with the Muppet Muppet They they wanted all of Jim Henson's creations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and, And then... Sorry. I'm getting in my notes. You're good. Um, in 1990, Jim Henson died. Mm-hmm. So they it kind of stalled a lot of these talks and negotiations and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Disney co-produced a fourth and fifth film, The Muppet Christmas Carol and The Muppet Treasure Island, and Muppets from Space was released by Columbia Pictures in 1999. In 2000, I know this is a lot of numbers, well, but stick with of, me. It's a, lot of, it's a long history. It's a long history. In 2000, Henson, the company, mm-hmm. was sold to EMTV and Merchandising AG. Everyone's favorite company. For $680 million. Sure. That sounds more accurate. However... Because everybody knows of these people, their <laughs> stock collapsed, <laughs> and the Henson family just reacquired the company in 2003. Okay, so they sold them and then mm-hmm. just immediately got them back. Mm-hmm. 14 years after the initial negotiations began, Disney acquired the Muppets. Okay. So it took 14 years from Disney at first being interested with Jim Henson to them actually acquiring the Muppets intellectual property from Four. Henson. 75 million. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Henson Company. Mm-hmm. In 2004. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. The acquisition consisted of most of the Muppets film and television library. There are a few things that were exceptions. That doesn't make any sense. Why did they do that? I know. It's 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 very odd, and I'm hoping my numbers that I have here make sense. I mean, they don't make sense is the thing. Right. So I but hope you're they're correct. Hoping they're accurate, yeah. But eighty nine, they want to buy it for hundred and fifty million. And I mean, in 1980, it's not like that's not a, a, in 1989, that's a big amount of money. Sure. But like. In 2000, it was sold to that company that went under for $680 million. So, okay. So I was wondering about too, and I'm sure that you don't have all this information, but like, how did it work that they were paid all that money for their property and then this, and then this company collapsed and the rights reverted back to them that were they just like maybe cool they, maybe they lost a lot of money i don't know no i'm wondering if they like randomly had a lot of money like they're yeah. like well we sold them and then we got them back for free like yeah i don't know um and then uh disney acquired for 75 million they must have set there must have been 
like points on the back end kind of kind of a thing for it to sell for so long. What what year did the sale finally happen? In 2004. So see, that's only okay, like So it's um I'm just thinking like 8 years later is when Disney acquired Lucasfilm and they bought Star Wars and not just Star Wars, but everything Lucasfilm, that's mainly Star Wars mm-hmm. and and Indiana Jones for $4 billion. Yeah. Now, remember that most of the Muppets film and television library, I did not write down all of the exceptions. So yeah. maybe some of the exceptions were big deals. Maybe so. And that's why the lower number, but... That's nuts. Yeah. Um, following that acquisition, Disney formed the Muppet Studio, and the term Muppet became a legal tra- trademark of Disney. Then, in 2011, um, the much... I can't talk, you guys. I feel... You're doing fine. I feel very self-conscious about it. Um, The Muppets were featured in a seventh film that was made to be a reboot for the characters. They're like, okay, the Muppets are, you know, they've they've had them from, what's 2004 to 2011? 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. Um, they've had them for seven years. You know, there's not much going on with the Muppets. I mean, they they are iconic characters. Um, so many celebrities um, have been on the Muppet show or had been on the Muppet show. Or in the various movies. Or in the various movies. They were on talk shows and they present judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Presented a lot of awards at award shows. So they're, they're iconic characters, but not much had been done with them. So in 2011, Jason Siegel, we love him. We love that guy. We love him. And Nicholas Stoller um, wrote a movie for the Muppets. It starred Jason Siegel, Amy Adams, Chris Cooper, and Rashida Jones. And it was a critical and commercial success. It won its first ever for the Muppets Academy Award. Yeah, yeah. For best original song. Okay, yeah. So that makes sense. again, they are. It's the it's the music mm-hmm. for the Muppets that um, give them their awards. Um. In March 2012, the Muppets received a collective star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Kermit had previously individually have his own in 2002. Okay. Which, <sighs> sure. Yeah. Um, then, since that was so successful, they decided they were going to do an eighth film in 2012, Muppets Most Wanted. Um, it was released in 2014. It had Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey, and Ty Burrell, who we love all of them. But... It was a disappointment in the box office compared to the reboot. Yeah. After that release did not go down 
like they wanted, Disney decided that they were going to try to expand the Muppets presence across other media platforms, particularly in TV. So they started discussing a new primetime series uh, within the Muppets studio company. Um, in April 2015, Bill Prady was commissioned to write a script for a pilot with the working title of Muppets 2015. It was developed as a parody of other mockumentary-style series such as The Office or Modern Family or Parks and Rec. Um, It was going to show the everyday personal and professional lives of the Muppets. Um, It received mixed reviews. Um, It was released in 2015, but it was criticized, the writing, the characterizations, and it was canceled after one season. (sighs) Four Muppets. (laughs) It's, again, long history. Um, In February 2018, Disney announced that a web television reboot series was in development for Disney+. Plus. Um, this project, known as Muppets Live Another Day, was... <laughs> right a, on the nose with the name on that one. Yes. Was intended as a limited-run series um, back in the 1980s. Um, or, I'm sorry... It was attended to be a limited run series set in, sorry, the okay. 1980s. Okay, gotcha. After the events of The Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it, uh, it was canceled in development. Just not much kind of getting off the ground. Um, a second Disney Plus series, Muppets Now a short for, short form improvisational comedy series was announced in 2019 and was released in 2020 and that is on Disney Plus. I have not checked it out. Okay. So, um So there's the Muppets. So there's the Muppets. Um uh following uh, they have been in so many things. I have an actual list here of just a handful of the things that the Muppets have been in or co-starred in or had an appearance in. So many things. Sure, yeah. They're iconic. Um, following Disney's acquisition of the Muppets, puppets created by the Jim Henson Company are no longer referred to as Muppets because that became the property, that title became the property of Disney. So puppets created by the Jim Henson's Creature Shop, including those in Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, have are not ever to be considered Muppets. Okay. Um... They are more complex in design and in performance than regular Muppets. And also, it's... And they're just not Muppets. And they're just not Muppets, um, even though they are puppets created by the same company. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Jim Henson also um, had a suggestion for Star Wars, the Star Wars character of Yoda. Yeah. He worked and, with Frank Oz. Hmm? He worked with Frank Oz on right, Yoda. Yeah. Right. Um, and because of that, because of that relationship, Yoda has been loosely described as a Muppet. Right. But he is not. Like, everybody because, just needs to know Yoda's not a Muppet and well, but, nothing is a Muppet. But you can understand that because, like, before... Um, well, no, because I guess, like, if you can kind of retroactively go back to Labyrinth, because Labyrinth was in, was just in the the mid to late 80s, right? Right. It's just, it's just important to note that even if it comes out of a Jen Henson uh, shop or production that, right. company. You can't just call everything Jim Henson touched a Muppet. Right, because Disney bought that name. Well, and there's like the classic uh, debate of whether you can think of the characters on Sesame Street as Muppets, because I I think a lot of people are like, well, yeah, they are, but but I don't know. Even for me, like in my mind, the Muppets are Mm -hmm. the Muppets from the Muppet Show, right? And like I said before, Jim Henson had a huge involvement in Sesame Street, but he took he took his Muppets, specifically his Muppets, and made a show for them. Right. So even in his brain, there, there was, was a separation. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was not at all a review about the Muppet show or even the movies or anything like that. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about the Muppets as... Is there just their uh, history? Do we have to call them a species now? Because now they're like, mm-hmm. because apparently they're living creatures. The Muppets as an entity. Yeah. Um. So that's that. That is um a very, a pretty abbreviated version, even though I talked for forever about of the Muppets. So. That was great. Yeah. Now we got to go watch some of the Muppet stuff. Oh my goodness. I just watched, I mean, they're on Disney Plus. Yeah. I, they, it's some of my most <laughs> I love them. So we talked about we talked about Muppet Christmas Carol a little bit when mm-hmm. we talked about uh Christmas story versus mm-hmm. um Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh because I feel like that's like a middle ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and that's another movie that a lot of people are like it's just not Christmas until you've watched Muppet, Muppet Christmas. Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh I remember when Muppet Treasure Island came out. And I remember really liking that movie. I believe Tim Curry's in that movie as like the the bad pirate, the like Blackbeard. I, I think, can't recall at the moment. I think that's Tim Curry in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it they're all great. Like they're yeah. all and they're all great in very different ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and of course, like when we were kids. So this is a weird thing. We didn't we didn't watch the Muppet Show much. We watched it a little bit, but it sounds like like from, kind of from the history they. A lot of the times, Muppets weren't really for kids. They were kind. Of, they were for grown-ups. Yes, it was a sketch. It it was sketch comedy. It was supposed to be. It wasn't I dirty think, or raunchy or anything. It no, just, but it was supposed to kind of take on almost a Saturday Night Live esque. Yeah, like a um, PG Saturday Night mm-hmm, Live, <laughs> but with puppets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I remember as a kid, I watched Muppet Babies. 
the 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 animated show that was supposed to be like it was who were the who were the ones in the Muppet Babies? It was uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy and Gonzo. Ralph was there. Fozzie was there. Um, I can't remember if anyone else was. That may have been it. Um, so we watched that a lot. And then, of course, now, also from the Jim Henson Company, but not, obviously not, nothing Muppet-like, but now there's, like, Word Party, mm-hmm. which we've which we've gone over before, which is, like, a new puppetry technology, mm-hmm. um, which I still think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the show is obnoxious, but, but mm-hmm. the show, but the, but what they are is very cool. Yeah. Um, man, long and, and winding history. Yes, it is. Of the Jim Henson Company. There are a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> I still can't believe they sold mu- the Muppets. And especially, like, that they were able to acquire that brand for $75 million. Like, someone got a big raise mm. when Disney <laughs> when Disney got the Muppets yeah, for only $75 I, million. <laughs> I did not look into all the, of the financial history, but those are the numbers that um, I was able to find. Man. All right. Well, this <laughs> has been another episode of not suitable for adults uh we hope you've enjoyed it we thank you for sticking with us uh when we've uh, had to take some time off and we hope that you've stored up a little bit of that uh patience with us uh because we do have a uh, family trip coming up Uh, we are going to be extremely safe on this trip um but it's been in the works and planned for a long time it's not something that we could uh that we could or, or really wanted to change so we're taking all the precautions but we will be uh traveling next week and so we will not have a new episode next week if i have time i might try and put together like a best of i've always thought like it'd be cool to do a best of uh episode with some of our more favorite topics over the almost year we've been doing this that's insane like we're less than two months from a year seriously yeah okay our first episode came out on november 30th wow of 2019 Mm mm-hmm so um, if I can get a, a best of episode put together, I might be able to release that. But there will not be new content next week. Um, so we just thank you for your patience. <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, if you do have any uh, thoughts about this episode or if you uh, want us to review a show that we haven't gotten around to, you can tweet at us at NotForAdultsCast uh, or you can email us at NotForAdultsCast at gmail.com. Um, we are on all of the various uh platforms now for podcasts including uh we just got added on amazon music which is pretty cool uh amazon is getting into the podcast game now uh since i think since spotify has been doing such a big push on on being more of a podcast hub Mm -hmm. uh that got amazon sort of like well now we gotta do it too so you can now find us on amazon music and you can if you can subscribe to us there and then you can tell your echo Mm -hmm. to play not suitable for adults yeah that's pretty cool yeah um also, kind of a fun little thing. We were on a list. Oh yeah. Um so I've we talk about uh Podchaser. Uh I I haven't as much I guess lately, but I I like to mention them because that's a good place to go leave a review especially if you're not an iPhone user. Um they have a really good rating and review system. They're kind of an IMDb like place for podcasts. Um but yeah, this this past week we were featured in uh like 35 uh, must listen to episodes, episodes for our most recent episode about uh it was monsters versus aliens and whatever i did 
Yeah, it was. I, it <laughs> what was, did I do? The Wiggles. Was, yeah, it was. Mon- I, the name of the episode was Monsters versus Aliens versus the Wiggles. Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we were on that list. So thank you to Podchaser for doing that. Uh, head over there. They're, literally, if, if there's a podcast out there, it's on Podchaser too. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Um, let's see. We're right at the end. It's time for me to do a little wrap up. Right. Do it. So yeah. it's usually I think about something, I kind of bumble over it. And then I I never quite hit the the the, the punchline and just throw it place and I, I just end up saying because you're the boss. So watch whatever you want. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>